Welcome to the Turkey Hunter Podcast, the original all-turkey, all-the-time podcast with your co-hosts Andy Galliano and Cameron Weddington. In our weekly podcast, we're going to bring you some wild turkey calling tips like this. From there, we're going to go into, she's aggravated, there's another hen that's challenged her, or she's challenging another hen, she's going to cut an excited yelp. advice from old pro turkey hunters like this the turkeys typically don't like i think more times than not to travel in an easterly direction into the sun first thing in the morning especially after he gets up it's a blinding thing it it, it's just like you it's hard for you to see into the sun Mm -hmm. so if i have a choice i'm going to try to make it so that i'm going to be on the west side in the morning east side in the afternoon of a turkey exciting live hunts like this holy crap that coming teach you how to cook your bird with advice such as this with some fresh rosemary and garlic and then cool that off and spread that along the inside of that butterfly turkey breast that we've seasoned on both sides wildlife management tips for your property especially with turkeys like this if you look at the type of habitats that turkeys need for nesting and brooding that tends to be habitat that can be managed more successfully with growing season fire than with dormant season fire. And hopefully along the way, we'll get plenty of these. Well, on November the 28th of 1953, I was attached. When I popped out of my mom and the baby doctor spanked me on the bottom, I went, oh, and I've been doing it ever since. <laughs> I like that. Thank you for tuning in, and now, for this week's show. (laughs) Hello, and welcome back to this week's episode of the Turkey Hunter Podcast. You are listening to episode number 313, the 2021 Unicoi Turkey Callmaker Show Preview. And I am your co-host, and the guy who failed miserably and i am your co-host and the guy who's trying his hand at making wing bones all right well did you fail at andy <laughs> you know I, I hate to admit it but on my scouting trip in south carolina i located oh. exactly zero wild turkey gobblers for you that's the worst news i've heard the past hour yeah since three o'clock when the market closed but man i can tell you however that the beer is cold <laughs> and the bourbon is warm in South mm. Carolina. Those are two good qualities of a good state. Mm-hmm. Well, dead gum, I'm I'm sad you didn't find me a wild gobbler to go get in South Carolina on April 1st, but I suppose I'll try to scratch one out myself. I looked. I did see a dead deer, if that counts for anything. Well, they're bound to be nearby that, so I, I'll start there. <laughs> now, I said turkeys, not turkey buzzards.
Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's what I've been killing all these years. What have you been hunting? (laughs) Well, I've been hunting wild turkeys. (laughs) Yep. So. Well, if you're hunting wild turkeys, you could use one of my famous hen bone turkey yelpers. So, talk to me about your wing bone attempts. How's that going for you? Good. I think they turned out good. I made my wing bones out of that hen turkey I killed in Missouri. And they sound good to me. I mean, I'm, I am not an expert on a Yelper style or wing bone style call by any means, but it sounds good enough to me. And they turned out real pretty. I got them a nice bleach white and then sealed them together with some JB weld and then even added thread on the outside to kind of smooth them up. So they, they turned out pretty. I like them. Very cool. Well, I'm a little disappointed in that I haven't seen a picture of one of them. I'll have to send it to you. I'm I'm trying to figure out if i could add some artwork to it using my mother-in-law because she's quite the artist so i'm mm-hmm. wanting to get a little imagery drawn onto my calls there you go well that would be cool if you do that because you know that's something that you would i'm sure hang on to for a long time and it would mean a lot to you to call in a turkey even more given yeah. the fact that you made the call and then she decorated it for you yeah it, it would feel pretty cool to kill a turkey using the last turkey i killed you know mm-hmm. <laughs> that would be pretty neat i'd yeah. feel like a straight indian around here and who knows somebody may be getting a belated birthday gift now that i know you just had your 70th birthday well not quite 68 <laughs> 68 and i have to say you know, I don't often pat myself on the back, but I have to say that I look pretty good for 68. Now, if you really turned 68, you look really well preserved. Yeah. I'll give you that. Now, for my real age, I think I look pretty rough. But, <laughs> <laughs> but seriously, happy birthday. Thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. Earlier this week, and I didn't even know it because I'm a horrible friend, but happy birthday. Nah, Hopefully you're our a guest friend. today. Let me know. It's it's something I don't advertise, you know, it's another day. And yeah. quite honestly, it's just what it is. I may be a little too practical, but it's just another day. I had to get up and work and do all the same old stuff I always have to do. So, hey, it's, that's right. Uh, I thank God I got another day. That's all it is. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of another day, we're whittling on down on the time. Oh, man, it's it's starting to creep up on us isn't it it's feeling real and i tell you another reason why it's feeling real the another reason that it's feeling real is the topic for today's show but before we talk about that we are 142 days 12 hours 9 minutes and 26 seconds away from opening day of spring turkey season in alabama what does it look like for tennessee and I'm going to tell you, Tennessee, we got to wait 156 days, 11 hours, and 49 minutes. But you boys down in South Florida, I'm just going to do a quick shout-out because we're getting close. You're only 128 days, 11 mm. hours, and 48 minutes from spring gobbler season. That's something else. You know, we've got Mark Sharp on the show today, and we're talking about Unicoi. And I just... You know, I have I don't have a countdown for Unicoi. I just, you know, roughly in my head kind of figured it up. We're about 70 days away from the Unicoi Turkey Callmaker Show in North Georgia. Wow. 70 
days. That's awesome. And I have a feeling this year Unicoi is going to get quite a few new participants because people are looking for something to go to with no NWTF. Yeah, yeah. It's I think it's going to be even more packed than it has been in the years past. And there's always, you know, I've, of course, I've only been two years. But the two years that I've been, it's wow. I mean, you're talking about a lot of folks that run through that room and a lot of turkey calls are sold over that two-day period of time. So, And I have to also add that there's a lot of BS being spread over that two-day period of time, too. <laughs> you put that many turkey hunters and turkey call makers in a room together, mm-hmm. you know there's going to be some BS spread. No, turkey hunters never exaggerate a story, well, ever. Uh, exaggerate? How about just out-and-out out lie? <laughs> I didn't kill a bird this year. How about you? Yeah. Yeah. I, I killed 62 birds. Yeah. So. I, I agree with you on that. Turkey hunters are a special sort when it comes to telling the truth and not exaggerating if they do start telling a story. Mm-hmm. But it's it's good fun, and I'm really excited that Mark is once again taking the helm and, you know, putting the show together and, and getting this thing to make it happen in what is... Well, we all know a very curious time. Yeah. And so, you know, if this show gets canceled, I'll be disappointed, very disappointed. But I also won't stomp my feet and raise cane and say, well, I just don't know why. Because, you know, not everybody feels like I do about the virus, which is that we've got to move on. We can't continue to stop doing everything that we're doing. Not yeah. all of us. Now, there's some people, obviously, that do. And, you know, those people that, that do have underlying health issues, you know, I, I hope that they'll give pause to making time to come to the show. And, and, you know, because they, it's not a huge showroom or exhibition hall. And, you know, there's going to be people packed in there. But, you know, I think for most people to take the necessary precautions, wear a mask or do whatever you feel like you need to do to keep yourself safe. In that room, I think, you know, most most everybody will be fine and come out of there without any issues. And who knows, this thing may disappear here in about another week and a half. Yeah, we may not have a coronavirus anymore after next week, but who mm. knows? We'll yeah. see. And hopefully Unicoi is able to put the show on, as you said. And I got to tell you, talking to Mark got me excited. I'm, I'm hoping I'm going to be able to make it this year. Well, you need to quit hoping and you need to start planning. <laughs> Because hoping ain't going to get it done, but planning yeah. will. That's a good point. You will not be disappointed. I don't know, how long did it take you to drive to where you and I hunted in North Carolina? About four hours? Unicoi is six and a half hours. Okay. For me. So, and yeah. where we hunted in North Carolina was about that. Yeah. I think it was closer to five and a half. Yeah. It's worth the extra hour. Yeah, absolutely. I will hopefully be able to make it. I'll look at it, and I wish it was Saturday, Sunday, not Friday, Saturday, but we'll see if we can make it work. I know you hate to give up a vacation day because you got them all laid out, but something are, to think about. They're already spent, man. I got I got too many turkeys to kill. Yeah. <laughs> I understand. I understand. Maybe maybe I won't have to worry about vacation days anymore when that comes around, but we'll see. Yeah, well, take off a few hours early on Friday, 
from That's work. what I'll probably end up doing. And load Audrey in the car and a change of clothes and y'all come on. That's right. That's what we'll probably end up doing. But I got to tell you, talking to Mark definitely makes me want to come. So you want to hop on in here and let the folks hear about Unicoi and what we got to look forward to? Absolutely. Let's do it. And we will see you guys on the other side. Hey, everybody. I am glad to tell you that I have on the line with me this evening, Mark Sharp and also Cameron Weddington. And you guys who've listened to the show for a while know that Mark is one of the key cogs in the wheel to bringing back the Unicoi Turkey Callmaker show and putting it on every year. Mark and Russell Beard do a great job putting that show together. And so I wanted to get Mark on since we are, man, just right at about 70 days away, aren't we, Mark, from the show? That's about right. Yeah. Yeah. Golly. I'm telling you, don't blink because it's going to be over before we know it at the rate everything's going. But uh, I'm glad you were able to take some time out. I know you took some time off work and are actually at Unicoi right now, aren't you? Yeah. Yeah, that's right. Catherine and I took a week off, decided to come up for a little vacation. It's kind of a bad time to be on vacation. Everybody wants to come to North Georgia and Tennessee and North Carolina to see the leaf change. Yeah. So we, you know, I had a meeting up here with Unicoi, and so we just decided to make a whole week of it up here. There you go, man. Yeah. There's nothing better. Take a little time <laughs> off and you know, squeeze that little work meeting in there, and then get back to enjoying yourself. So I appreciate you. Well, actually, I need to say to Catherine, thank you for letting us have some of your time. <laughs> Hey, so listen, she's down there. She took enough pictures yesterday. She's down there editing photos and all that. So, you know, I'm just out of her hair right now, Andy. There you go. All <laughs> right. So this Unicoi show is going to happen in January. We're not, you're not going to let COVID slow this thing down, huh? Well, you know, I, I've been in contact with Unicoi up here since every, all this started. And they're looking forward to us being here. And, and you're right. As far as I know, unless something drastic happens, we're still going to be here January the 8th and 9th. No folks will be coming in on Thursday, setting up, getting ready for the Friday and Saturday show, which starts at 9 a.m. in the morning, 8 a.m. in the morning, being we're a two-day show from 8 to 5. So, yeah, I've been up here. I had this meeting with them today and you know everything's a go so we've been over some particulars about it and you know like i said everything's going on as as normal so we're gonna roll with it man i gotta tell you i'm fired up i mean in a normal year i'd be fired up about it but i I think i'm gonna be even more fired up about it since the nwtf show is going to be non-existent for all practical purposes next year. Yeah. So, yeah. you know, it's just going to be good to be able to actually get, I hate to say face-to-face because of what's going on, but get in front of some some folks that are like-minded like me and, you know, just share some hunting stories and see some friends that I've made at the show, some of those call makers there over the years past and just catch up, man. It's going to be fun. I'm going to tell you, I'm, I'm really excited about it. Yeah, well, I, you know, uh, like you said, with NWTF going to a virtual show and a 
several of the other shows shutting down. I think everybody's looking forward to this show. Like I said, I was in a meeting in there with them today, and, you know, I asked them about the mask, which is everybody's big concern. You know, mm-hmm. are we going to have to wear a mask? As far as Unicoi is concerned, no, we as vendors do not have to wear a mask. You know, the people coming in don't have to wear a mask. Now, one thing I will tell you that they brought up to my attention today, which I wasn't real pleased with, but it's one of the things that we're just going to have to deal with, you know. As Custom Call Makers Show, we've always said that no, absolutely no calls would be sold outside of Master's Hall. Well, Mm -hmm. they're probably not going to allow but 40 some odd vendors set up in that Master's Hall in there. So some of these guys will be set up out in the lobby. And so, you know, that's that's a little bit of a change. That's going to be some working around there as to who gets set up out in the lobby, who stays here, there, whatever. Because, you know, we've got a lot of guys that say, well, listen, I want to be next to so-and-so. I want to be next to this one. I want to be next to that. And so, you know, that that's going to be some, some weighing in on our part as to who's out in the lobby. Yeah, and you know that that's not necessarily a bad thing, because a lot of times whoever is the first person that someone sees could be a good thing for them. Yeah. But I mean, it, it, it's it's going to take some working around on it, and it, it's going to take some work on my part and some work on some vendors' parts, and who wants to go where, who wants to go to this place, and who wants to go to that place, but. You know, we have to do, I mean, this is an unusual year. I mean, right. I mean, from from start to finish, and we all know that. But it's going to take some working around on it to uh, get everything in order. And so I'm, I'm kind of going to leave it up to a lot of these guys. I made a post a while ago on Facebook over there about some of the things that were coming up this year. You know, about the no mask. We don't have to wear the mask. Uh, Unicor has implemented a thing that that no more than than two people in the lobby. I mean, where where you check in at down there, no more than two people at the time, and no more than one per party. I mean, you know, if you and your wife show up, then you come in or you send her in. Right. Not both of you. So you know, some stuff like that has been implemented but as far as the face mask you know you don't have to wear a face mask if you're a vendor you know i had one guy to ask about are we going to require the vendors to have a negative covid19 test you know mm-hmm. no we're not we're not going to require that i mean how could we require that and not require gq public to have a negative test before they come in such stuff as that but you know I, I want all of us to try to comply with with what Unicoi is setting up, you know, and who knows? This whole thing may be changed by January the 8th and 9th. I mean, and, and, and who's even to say by that time, I mean, it may be worse, and I may have to send out a notification that, hey, they're not going to allow us to have it. Right. But right now, as we stand on, you know, right here at the beginning of November, it's a go. And they're looking forward to us 
coming and having a good show. I mean, they've had other groups up. Now, I will say this, that inside it has changed a little bit. I mean, they're not offering the buffet during the day, except for on Fridays, Saturdays, and Sundays, which mentioning that, you know, we're still good for the Friday night buffet. Mm-hmm. And we talked about that a little bit. I mean, there was some concern there last year about, you know, if you remember that they had this snack bar set up outside out there, you know, where they sold hamburgers, hot dogs, sausage dogs, cold cut sandwiches, and so forth and so on. And, you know, they they had prepared this big buffet in there Friday during at lunchtime and Saturday during lunchtime. And, you know, I told them, I said, listen, that that's not our big deal. I said, a lot of these guys are going to get them something other quick that they can carry back to their booth with them and eat there. But mm-hmm. Friday night, we are planning on having the country buffet. You know, I talked to the assistant food and beverage guy there today, explained to him what we wanted and everything was good there. So, you know, I think we're looking at a good show this year, especially since the NWTF, which, you know, they really don't affect us. I mean, but right. I, I think that we're going to have a good show this year. You and I spoke a couple of weeks ago about the show a little bit on the phone, and you mentioned for the seminars, yeah. seminars and the roundtable. Well, Right. Well, we, we've got a fine list of these custom call makers coming up. I've got seven or eight guys that have, have spent their whole life collecting these calls. And I mean, I, I'm not just talking about a call collection like I have, or maybe you have. I mean, I'm talking about people that have spent some serious money collecting these old, old collectible calls that are high dollar some that you and I have probably never seen before. And so, you know, we're going to have those. That's going to be the roundtable discussion. You know, it'll take place about 7.30 downstairs like we always do. And, you know, we're even going to set up a table up there, probably about three tables for these guys that display these old custom antique collectible calls on. So, you know, we encourage everyone to, to come up and, and look at those and, and, you know, if allowed, to pick them up and play them. I mean, last year, man, I got to play some calls that I, I'm going to be honest with you. My hands were trembling when the guy asked me. He said, hey, Mark, have you ever seen one of these? And I unzipped that case. And what come out was an old original Tom Turpin hen box. And, I mean, my hand was almost shaking <laughs> because I was afraid that I may drop this thing, you know, <laughs> so, yeah. but I'm, I'm going to tell you, man, it was an honor and a privilege to be able to play that call. And, you know, the public is going to be able to experience some of that this year. And I, I think it's a real good thing. And, and I want to thank Dave Censoron for that. You know, I mean, this was his brainchild. You know, we've gone through the box calls, the pot calls, the trumpet calls, the tube calls, and, accessory calls and all like this and you know dave and i were on the same wavelength and whenever he called me about this i said man that's exactly what i'm wanting right there and so you know it's he i turned it all over to him i said dave i said you know you get everybody 
online there with that. And, you know, he's he's given me a fine list of Danny Ellis himself, Sean Irish, and Richard Morris, Mark McPhail. There's three or four others there that I'm forgetting right now. But, you know, it, it's going to be a dynamic custom call maker show, that, that roundtable discussion will. I mean, it's going to be calls that, that the average Joe has never seen nor had the ability to put their hands on, you know. And I'm, we're really looking forward to that. Well, man, that, that sounds awesome. I, I have never been to Unicoi myself, but just from what you're describing here, I, I think I need to make a trip. Yeah, well, you know, Cameron, we've got guys from Tennessee, Texas, Missouri, all up and down the East Coast, you know, Florida, Louisiana, Arkansas, Mississippi, Alabama that comes and attends this show, not just as as spectators but as vendors as well so yeah i i think you're i think you're up to a show at unicoi <laughs> yeah he's he's yeah. gonna be walking around there like i did the first year with his tongue hanging out there you go. empty bank account probably from what you said <laughs> and well, an empty bank account and that's the whole goal isn't it well <laughs> that's right that's right well you know that's what these guys come to set up for them well, that's not the only reason they come. You know, they come yeah. because they enjoy this show. You know, like I've told you before, this show started back in the, I think, the real late 60s, early 70s, just more or less as a trade show. And and so these guys look forward to it. And, you know, after being in contact with a lot of these older guys that used to do this show, you know, it was a a pleasure and a privilege for them to be able to come back just to see a lot of their old friends that they had made down through the years because a lot of them this was the only show that they did yeah so you know i mean i have formed some tremendous bonds and friendships over the last six years five years of doing this show from people that that i never knew and these guys are the same way you know i mean it's a this is a family-oriented show. I mean, you know, if you want to talk to whoever, you know, just come back around behind the table. They'll tell you, hey, come on back here. You know, let's talk a little bit. And and then it's just not about the show. You know, after we eat supper, whether it be here at Unicoi, whether we go downtown and eat, whatever, you know, everybody comes back and there's three places Sometimes four. There might be a group upstairs, but generally downstairs, there's three groups around there that might have 25, 30 people sitting around each group. There, that's sitting there talking about turkey hunting, turkey calls, who knows who, what all. You know, it's just, man, it's just getting to know one another, you know, and getting to be friends with them and you know, I mean, I've got, I've got people that I call all the time and ask for advice, you know, about this show. What would you do here? What would you do there? And they give me their advice, and I take it to heart. Yeah. And I run it by Russell, and we go from there. Yeah. yeah. So, it's awesome. I mean, it, it's not just about mine and Russell's show. It's about all these guys' show, you know. Yeah. Well, I know from talking to you over the years and and having you on the show that your interest your personal interest in this show is making sure that the vendors have a good show you know that that, right. that they're satisfied and 
you're a call maker yourself, but I I don't think I've seen more than maybe one or two calls sitting over there on your table because it's not about you. It's well, about the vendors. You know, you're right, Andy. And just like I was telling this lady today, I said, you know, I said, I, I bring very few calls up here. I, I said, this is, this is my cup of tea. I like being stretched from one end to the other one. Hey, this one needs to see you down here. Hey, they need to see you down in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. Hey, they need to see you over in reservations. And so, you know, the first year I brought up a good many calls, and, and it just kind of dwindled down through the years because, you know, I've got a list of people waiting on calls, and, and I, bring, I do bring a few calls to the show, but last year I didn't have quite as many calls. Because I realized that I'm going to be stretched from one end to the other one. And I, I just like doing it for the call makers. You know, right. it, it's not about me. It, it's about these guys. Yeah. It's about them having a good time. It's about these guys coming. And this is the only time that they get to see people from out of 363 days a year. Yeah. Oh, uh, yeah. They get to see them two days a year. And, yeah. and so, to me, that is more important than me selling any turkey call. Right. Yeah. How long have you been doing this? I started in 2011, building wing bones and, and yelpers and all. And, right. you know, uh, so, you know, I've sold a good many. I mean, I've still got a lot of folks that's hounding me about building them a call. And, you know, I'm going to have a few this year. But like I said, it's not about me. This show is about the custom turkey call show. And, and these guys being able to sell what they have. That That's my main objective, is for these guys to get their stuff out there. Every year, we've got guys that's done this show since the early 70s. We've got guys that have been building calls for three years. Mm-hmm. They got on our list. The very first year that we come up here, you know, they said, hey, put me on the list. Well, those guys' names have come up to the top of the list, and it really doesn't matter if you've been building calls for 50 years or three years. You know, if you got on that list the year that we started this show and made it known that you wanted to participate in it, then and we take them off that alternate list as they come up. Does like I said, it doesn't matter if you've been building calls for for fifteen years, twenty years, or just three years. However, you got on there, that's the way you you rise up to get into this show. Mm-hmm. And you know, I I've got a list of probably twenty five people that's wanting into this show. But the thing about it is that we've got a limited venue. I've had people to tell me, well, you need a bigger venue. Well, listen, no, we don't, because that's what makes this show unique. I agree. You you have to bide your time. I mean, I've had people just this year to tell me, hey, Mark, if, if the show is off this year and you need somebody to fill a spot, hey, I'm available. Well, you know, it doesn't work that way, and it's not a first-come, first-served show. I mean, these guys have got till September the 1st to tell me and get their money in as to, hey, we want to do the show. It, I mean, it's not whoever shows up with the first vendor fee is going to get in. 
like I've told you before, Andy, we take care of those that were with us from the inception of the show and those that have been down with us through the years. They've got the first buy into the show. I mean, like I said, they've got till September the 1st to get their, their vendor fee in. Mm-hmm. And then after that, we start pulling from the alternate list. And it's a slow-moving list, and people just have to understand that it's it, it's not about the money. I mean, it's never been about the money. Right. It's been about the quality of the show. And I'm not saying that these guys that are on the alternate list don't build a quality call. Don't get me wrong Right. whenever I say that. Yeah. It's just the guys that have been with us have supported us, and, you know, if, if you just bide your time, you'll eventually get to this show. And so, you know, that that's what it's all about. Yeah. So you talked about the roundtable. Have you figured out who's going to be doing, putting on seminars for you, or are you going to have seminars this year? Well, as far as the seminars, no, I really haven't. Okay. Uh, haven't gotten that in-depth and detail about, you know, what seminars we're going to have. Last year, we had Mark Prudham. We had Larry Prophet in there. And Larry, he's going to be on the on the roundtable discussion this year. So we'll probably stretch out and, and grab some different people uh, as far as the seminars. You know, the seminars, everybody likes them. But a lot of times they seem, seem like they're a little bit weak because everybody is either in there buying turkey calls or somebody's tied up in a booth, you know, and and so I don't know. That That's still kind of up in the air as right now the seminars are. Yeah, okay. And, and, and unless you want to volunteer. <laughs> Hello? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, you, Come on, Andy, lead us in one. Uh, I'm trying to figure out if he wants me to volunteer to line up the speakers to do the seminars or if he wants me to volunteer to do a seminar. <laughs> well, you know what? Maybe a little of both, Andy. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, right. I'd be glad to help you do whatever. You just All you got to do is call me and say, hey, man, can you help me do this or help me do that? And, and I'll be glad to help you do whatever you want. Well... Uh i tell you what, you've done an excellent job the last couple of three years as uh, interviewing people. want to want to give a big shout-out to Josh Painter, too. Absolutely. You know, uh, Josh does a lot of video and farce and puts a lot of stuff on YouTube. You know, you do a lot more interviewing of people, and we definitely appreciate that. Some of these guys have thoroughly enjoyed that. And Josh, he goes around and... He videos a lot of the people and captures a lot of the moments of the kids, you mm-hmm. know, up playing calls and yeah. the parents with their kids. And I mean, that's, we don't want to leave any of those out. I mean, because we've got to look at a future of turkey hunters that are coming up. That's right. So Josh does a good job of, of doing that and portraying the show as a family oriented show, you know, and, and bringing kids to the forefront. And you see women playing calls on his videos. You see men playing calls. You see kids playing calls. And so that's what we're all about. You know, it's it's not about an old bunch of men, old gruffy-faced men in camouflage there playing calls. I mean, you know, we try to reach a little bit of everybody. And so that's 
I mean, we we do keep it as a custom call making show. I mean, if you need a belt, hey, we got your answer for it. Right. If you need a leather wallet, we've got your answer for it. If you need a good game bag that is not China made, hey, we got your answer for it. You know, Absolutely. and and stuff like that. But it is it is a hunting show. It, it's not a come get your painted wing section. You know, it's not a side by side show and, and stuff of that nature. Yeah, and so that you know we kind of pride ourselves on that 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 we can be a little bit more selective and that it's not your normal craft show, so to speak. Yeah, mm-hmm. well, and it is. It's what you said. It's what makes the show special, and what yeah. makes it different. And it's, I mean, one of the great qualities about the show. So yeah, yeah, yeah. I I got to tell you, just the more you and I are talking about it, and the more I recollect on the past couple of years of being up there for the show. I'm, I don't know if I'm going to sleep tonight. I'm like, I, I'm having a hard time sitting in this chair. I'm fired <laughs> up right now, ready to go. <laughs> what? Well, what are uh, the dates I of will the show? say this January the 8th and 9th. Okay. Yeah. That's the guys a- come in, they start sitting up on Thursday the 7th, and, you know, then the show kicks off the 8th and 9th, and Cameron. We look forward to you being kind of like Andy. Andy come up that first year, and that's first year Andy and I would ever come face-to-face. And, heck, I didn't see him till the end of the day because it took him all day to make the round. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds about right. I walked. I, I've told this story before, but I walked in the in the room in the, little, in the exhibit hall there, and I thought, okay, I can zip in and out of here, and I could be out of here and – and not that I'm going to be done, but I can see every table and all the call makers calls in half a day. And, you know, then I can come back and talk and do some interviews. I didn't make it eight tables in half a day. The first day. I got to talk and turkey hunting with those, with, with the call makers. And next thing I know, it, you know, five hours had gone by and I, I don't think I'd moved 25 feet since I walked in the door. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what your little wife was thinking about it, and it was a pleasure meeting her too, but, you know, I think you, you just dropped her off somewhere now. <laughs> <laughs> she, she dropped me off is what she did. <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. But it it really is. I mean, it's it's just such a, a great time, and all yeah. of those guys that, that come and, and bring their calls, all those call makers are just, yeah. you know, they're just great guys. And I'm, I'm being dead serious when I say this, you will be family when you leave there after yeah. even one day, but two days worth, you're going to be family. Right. I mean, just some of the, just well, some of the greatest guys. I can't say enough about these guys. You know, I mean, I know everyone in this show, uh, a lot of them I didn't know till five years ago, but but now you know it's nothing for me to pick up the phone and and to call any one of them and just sit there and chat with them, and, yeah. and that's the way this show is. But yeah, well, man, Mark, I appreciate you taking time out of your vacation and and coming on and talking about the show with us, and I am really looking forward to seeing you and seeing all the guys up there as well. And we've got the dates. It's and the location again is the Unicoi State Park. That's right. In North Georgia. And it's a beautiful setting. Yeah. And 
It's just outside of Helen, Georgia, and there's plenty of hotel rooms there and plenty of places to eat and things to do and things to see and hiking and all that other kind of stuff to do in addition yeah. to the call maker show. But I'm going to tell you, you guys listen to the show that are turkey hunters, you go on that call maker show and you just may as well go ahead and cancel your plans to go for a hike and your plans to go do all those other things that you want to do because you're going to be you're going to want to be in that show. So. Well, Randy, it is, is Catherine and I this week, whenever we come up and she said, I've eat there, I've eat there and I've eat this place and I've eat that place. And as a call maker and putting this show on, she, she spent a lot more time and knows a whole lot more about Helen than I do. And I, I think I can almost say the same thing for all the rest of the call makers that their wives know a whole lot more about Helen, Georgia than, than what any of us do. Absolutely. So, yeah. 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 Well, good deal, man. Well, thank you again. And I hope you guys enjoy the rest of your stay up there and, and get some rest and relaxation in. You got 70 days to get rested up. Yeah. Yeah. So. Well, we're going to enjoy the rest of the week. And like I said, want to wish you a happy belated birthday. Well, thank you. So anyway, hope everything works out good for you, and we'll look forward to seeing you in January. Thank you. I appreciate you saying that, and yep, I'm looking forward to seeing you. And let's circle back around. And again, if you know if I can help with anything other than helping you promote the show, you just give me a call. You know how to find me. I'll do it, Andy. I appreciate it. All right, thank Mark. Thank you so much for coming on, Mark. I enjoyed talking to you. Yep, same here, Cameron. You take care, and look forward to seeing you in January. Absolutely. All right. Buddy. Okay. All right. Goodbye. All right. Bye-bye. All right, man. That's a lot of work that goes into yeah. organizing that show just in a normal year. And then, yeah, I can't imagine this year. I know it. I know. It's just so many more variables to consider and, and things to plan for. And so, you know, it's, it's an extra little twist on top of the, the ordinary organizing so yeah i really do appreciate mark and russell beard for continuing to do this show and and at least you know it's on the books and like mark said you know it might be that if things get worse in the world for covid that the show has to be canceled but for right now it's on it's on you know hopefully stays that way yeah yeah so i appreciate both of them keeping the legacy going so it's going to be a good time and and hopefully i will see a lot of you guys listening to this show there at unicoi so if you know that you're going to make it and you've got your plans already laid out or if you just put it together last minute and show up over there i'll be fairly easy to find i'll be the guy wearing a golf shirt that has the turkey hunter podcast embroidered on it and it has the word andy on it so that makes me pretty easy to find <laughs> you're labeled Yes, and I can tell you because I only have two embroidered shirts. One of them's white and one of them's navy blue. So it's real easy. Just narrowed it way down for you. But yeah, come find me. I'd love to chat with you. Shake your hand if you're into that or give you a fist bump if that works for you as well. But it's just always good to see you guys that listen to the show and get to meet you and hear more about you. So it's a good opportunity. Yeah, absolutely. And I'll give the favor of the week this yeah. week. Let me hear it. Go on Facebook. Go to the Unicoi Callmaker Show page and send a message in letting them know that you're on. You're coming this year. Tell them how excited you are. 
Tell them you heard about it on the podcast, and you cannot wait to go to Unicoi in January. That is that, a great favor of the week. Yeah, let them know, because they're putting in a lot of hard work to make sure the show goes on for you guys. And who knows, maybe your words of encouragement will make them fight even harder to make sure it happens. So I would I would do that if I was y'all, and that's the favor of the week I'm going to ask of y'all. Please send them a message, say, heard it on the podcast. Can't wait to be there. See you in January. Awesome. All right. Well, then, let's wrap this thing up. Wrap it up. Take us home. All right. Thank you guys so much for tuning in this week. We know that you have choices. We appreciate you spending your time with us. We hope you have a wonderful week. And get out and vote. Seriously. If you haven't done it already, go vote. If you can't do it yet, on Tuesday, November the 3rd, go vote. Vote early and vote often. No, seriously, yep. do go vote because our rights and our freedoms depend on your vote. So thank you guys for doing all that. And again, we look forward to seeing you again next week. Goodbye. Goodbye. Thanks for tuning in. You were just listening to the Turkey Hunter podcast. If you enjoyed the show, please go on over to iTunes and leave a five-star review. And make sure to head over to www.iamturkeyhunting.com to subscribe for free turkey hunting tips, tactics, strategies, and product reviews to help you have a more successful turkey season. And stay tuned for upcoming episodes on hunting afternoon birds, how to film your hunt, and the breeding cycle of hens, as well as some guest interviews. Thanks again for listening. We know your time is valuable, and we appreciate you sharing some of it with us. See you next week.